This is the knockout artist, Chris Hero. And if you're looking for some true heel heat, you better listen to the boys. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your true heel phenom, SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube and Facebook for NJPW Wrestling Duntaku 2023 Roundtable Review. Here to discuss the huge show from a sold-out Fuwoku, Japan. I am here with the Master of Ceremonies for New Japan Pro Wrestling here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Past, present, and future. It's your boy, J News. How you doing, News? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. It was uh gonna talk some some good uh New Japan stuff. But as always, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good brother J News. We're back at it again here, and we have our lovely lovely team member here with us today sanal is here with us to talk wrestling duntaku 2023 uh so she's please be, without she's really become the third <laughs> member of our new japan content team this is what our our third fourth review that we've done thus thus far you know sanal from sanal's life ace techers over on wrestle in the the i call her the biggest new japan fan that i know sanal how you doing I'm good. Always loving to be on this, like, speak to you guys, talk some New Japan. And I will take that as the biggest, like, New Japan. I will take it. That's a big honor. (laughs) (laughs) You are. You are. You keep it real. You talk about anything. Even if you don't like it, Mercedes Monet, you still be honest about it. And I always enjoy it. You know what? I gave her the, I said to her, you know what? Fair enough. She did some good matches, you know? I gave it to her, but, you know... The booking, the the long term goals. There were some moments where I was a bit shady. I was a bit like, "Hmm." You're honest. You're honest to a fault. To a fault, and I love it. I love it. But yes, we are here to talk some New Japan Pro Wrestling. So we thank everyone who's joining us live, who's watching us on demand. Show your appreciation back. Drop the thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button and hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here. And of course, sound off in the live chat if you're with us live. We love to hear from all of you, your thoughts, your opinions on New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Dantaku 2023. We want to hear from you. Of course, if you're feeling generous, you can send a super chat donations because those always help the channel out. We got Dolores here with us in the chat saying, what's up, everyone? We got Vala B taking offense to that scene. Biggest <laughs> NJPW fan you know. Yes, Sanal, Sanal, even bigger than you. She, she, she's active on social media during the shows, even when she's at work. Like, she's still watching. I love it. I love it, Sanal. It's, it's commitment. I literally, I think it's every time there's a big show and I'm working, I'm like, can someone message me when the main matches are on? Because I will take an early lunch. I will work later if I can watch these shows live. And I legit saw somebody tag you and be like, hey, uh, yeah, you in- I only want one, but most of the time, because obviously I just do it generally. I get like 10 people like, it's on now. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> love it, love it. Oh, Bala B saying, you know what? I'll concede it. I don't make content. That's why. Yeah, she's all she she put up her New Japan Dontaku review like just a few mere hours after it went up. I was like, well, well, damn, she's 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 out here. She's putting in the hustle, putting in the work. So I gotta give her the crown. <laughs> but 
Let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Dontaku from this past Wednesday. It is Golden Week in Japan. We've had major shows from stardom. There's been major shows for Pro Wrestling Noah. All Japan Pro Wrestling is having their champion, uh, Champions Carnival. So all big stuff in Japan going on. And I mean, we, we said this before. I think we said this on our preview of Battle in the Valley. So I think you've been on like three previews. Uh, I think you've been on three reviews and one preview, uh, Sanal, because we said this on our Battle in the Valley preview that Gato's booking has scarred us. I want to ask you before we get into everything, has Gato kind of tried to heal the scars? Because some of my scars are gone. I don't have some of the scars anymore because he is doing very, very well as far as building things in the New Japan landscape. We'll start with you, Sanal. I mean, don't jinx it. I always say this with Gato. Don't jinx anything that man does. Um, yeah, I agree. There is a lot of, a lot more better planning. Because I remember on Ace Tekka's SPP, you said multiple times, well, it's going to be Sonata losing the title at Dominion. And I feel like, we'll talk about this, his next competitor. It feels now less likely that he is going to lose that title and that we could get at least some sort of fruitfulness within that championship. Similarly, we have seen new guys coming in. We'll talk about that again, like with titles and things. And it just feels like we are getting consistency, getting good stories that people are invested in. And it's not like Gato is doing something and then forgetting about it. Very true. Jay News, what about you? Nah, man, I'm all about the long, the long form storytelling, man. At the end of the day, this is years, maybe even a decade's worth of scars across my back, on my arms, near my face. This man has not, has not, I tell you, uh, redeemed himself at this point. Uh, he's working towards uh, going in the right direction at this point. Uh, props to him for fulfilling one of my prophecies and on this show. <laughs> so props to him on that. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, he still got a lot of work to do. Um, props to Sonata for winning this match at the end of the day. Uh, long form storytelling and long form booking is the win and the way to go. Let's go. It's basically what Jane was trying to say. He says, until I get my year-long Sonata run, he's That's like, right. I'm not. That's absolute, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I want that year-long Sonata run. Give it me now. I will I will agree with Jane News on that. That is when Gato will redeem himself for the evil two belts. Hey, all I will say is that you heard that crowd. That crowd in Phil Woku wanted Hiromu to win that championship. Oh, yeah, so I sure. don't know. I don't know. I think people he turned them. People are he turned him off that Sonata train faster than it's going. Um, he turned him by the end of that match. He's the golden boy, isn't he? He is. <laughs> he is. He is. He is definitely. Uh, Sirian saying uh, Gato is still cooking with the booking. He also says Gato may book Yoda Suji like he is AJ Styles. And he got the eye emoji. Ooh. I will have my prediction on that at the end when we talk about it. But let's get into the show. Keep coming with those comments in the live chat. Thank you all for joining us live, watching us on demand. You can also let us know what you thought about the show in the comments down below. But let's talk about um, one of the matches that didn't air on New Japan World. It aired for just uh, folks in Japan. They had a... Young Lion consecutive battle match, which had uh, Rui Uiwa 
Uh, going up against other young Lions, he went against uh, Bolton Oleg, as well as Yota uh, Yuta Nakashima and Oscar Lobe. And Oscar Lobe actually got the win over Uwa. Uh, with the Boston Crab, he went to a draw with Nakashima and Boltzmann. So uh, I thought I thought this was just to build up Oya as the the leader of the pack. But uh, they gave the win to to uh, Lube here. What, any thoughts on this matchup? Even though we all did, weren't able to see it because it didn't air on New Japan World. J News. Uh, I didn't watch it, but I, I my understanding is that this was all this was for all for the meats. It was, was for the meats. <laughs> it was all for the meats. Um, so uh, this was an Arby's match, basically. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, I would say uh, Oscar Loibe getting the win here and um, being the prominent um, young boy uh, is a step in a different direction uh, for for the for the for the young men uh, that are that are in the dojo right now. So we shall see as to how this goes and how this uh, how this breaks down. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I don't think any of us got to watch it, but, um, interesting, interesting way to book it, I would say. So now any, any thoughts on, uh, Oscar Lobe getting the win here? Well, I mean, I'm sad that I didn't get to see it because there's nothing more that I love than a young lion match, but yeah, it's interesting because we've seen, obviously Fujita's got his TMDK stuff and they were almost building Fujita and Oiwa like Shota and Naria. Yeah. So to have someone like, to have him not win, I think it was an interesting choice. But I think they have to slowly equally build up all the guys. They can't just have Oiwa being this big guy, TMDK, obviously with Fujita, and then obviously with Oleg now. I think give Nakashima and Lube some love. Yeah, Nakashima. He's he's he. We keep saying via J News. He's at the bottom of the class. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> he's sorry. At the bottom of the barrel, but... People as well. Like he was one of the first trainees. Then he got injured, and then it's just gone downhill from there. Hasn't looked good for him. Uh, we got J Mag joining us. He says, "What's up? I haven't watched NJPW since Wrestle Kingdom. What have I missed? <laughs> you missed a lot since January. Yeah, a lot has changed since January. Sonata's the world champion." Aromo's still ticking and go. Jay White's not gonna, there anymore. Jay White's gone. The only thing that's the same is that Hiromu's still IWGP Junior Champion, and somehow, some way, Zack Saber Junior is still the TV champion. I think that's the only things that haven't changed since January. Only things. But we'll get into everything that happened on this show and our good, a good friend, uh, Bala B, with the spoiler alert for my prediction: the Suji Shock Baby. I think it's coming. But let's get into the opening matchup on Wrestling Duntaku. It was an eight-man tag team matchup as you had uh, Chaos represented by Yo, Toriyanu, Yoshihashi, and Hiroki Goto, Butimon, uh, Bishamon, excuse me, not Butimon, Bishamon, <laughs> teaming up to face House of Torture, Dick Togo, Sho, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil. Uh, this one went like under under four minutes this is even even rare it went three minutes 37 seconds bishamon getting the win with the uh shoto on dick togo after the matchup 
They were attacked by Yujiro and Evil, who still had the IWGP World Tag Team titles from stealing them from Aussie Open on the Road 2 show. They were about to hit them with the titles when Aussie Open came out, retrieved their IWGP Tag Team titles, and then made the challenge for a three-way match against Bishamon and House of Torture coming up at Dominion. They said that Bishamon, they respect them, and they deserve this opportunity and they said, House of Torture, you we don't respect you. You don't deserve this opportunity, but we know you're just going to keep attacking us and getting involved, so we're going to beat y'all as well as Bishamon at the same time. Uh, I gave this match uh, a half a star, not even a full star. Sanal, what did you think about the match and the post-match here with the setup for the three-way? Yeah, I mean, I think anything with House of Torture, it's not really going to get that high. I guess we know the big main thing here was Aussie Open coming out. As much as I would have loved to have seen just another straight Aussie Open versus Bishamon match, someone needs to take the fall and it's going to be Yujiro. I hope. I mean, if this yeah. doesn't happen, I don't know what's going to happen. But I feel like that works well. Um, Aussie Open and Bishamon can do another amazing stuff, but neither Goto or Yoshihashi will be made to look bad. Because honestly, I can't imagine um, Yujiro becoming world champion anytime soon. Goto, who knows? Gato might have something planned, but... Yeah, if we can just get House of Torture having their match, get it over with, push them away, I think that's the best scenario here. Always the best scenario. Just get House of Torture out the way. They're trying to ruin Aussie Open's campaign for Tag Team of the Year, which right now they are. Whether you've been watching New Japan or not, I got some news for you. Aussie Open has been the Tag Team of the Year. What did you think about the matchup to open the show and the post-match with the setup for Aussie Open versus House of Torture versus Bishamon at Dominion, J News? I think it was another incomplete failure. Um, I'm not too sure as to what it was that they were thinking with the match itself. Uh, from a storyline perspective, uh, I appreciate that um, Aussie Open came out. They, they declared the three-way challenge. They needed something new within the tag team structure. Uh, so doing a three-way match was some, it's something new for the fans, or at least, you know, a uh, variety, uh, as is the spice of life. Uh, so we, uh, we'll take it there. Uh, but House of Torture and anything, as we know, uh, which is well-documented here on True Hill Heat, uh, we don't love them. We don't love no. them. Uh, much like Snoop Dogg don't love them hoes. We don't love each other. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> it's one of those things. So <laughs> we'll take it there. Um who will be the, the participating tag team for House of Torture? It will be Evil and Evil Yujiro. and Yujiro. Um, I want this to be a smack in the face. So during the three-way match, I feel like Coriolis should be hit on both House of Torture members. They should be stacked on top of one another and then pinned uh, to end the match. That that's that's my call. That's my call. Why don't we have um just so obviously there's gonna be input from House of Torture? Let's have Jeff Cobb on the outside and have him do a tour of the islands to show and dick togo i'd be down that for works. that i'd be down for that i'd be down for that i'd be down yeah. for that what i mean like i can't even think of like a, a better combination for a house of torture because show has not we've established show has not been the same since he joined this group so there's not like a good tag team like you know in like any group there's like the A team. The fact that Evil in Yujiro is the A team of House of Torture should just tell you the quality of this whole grand group. 
It's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's, a, it's a sad day when we see show as like one of the lower ones when at one point he was the one of the top guys in the junior division. It's a show. sad, what? sad day. It's a sad why, day. Why, why did you join you, you okay? Him joining Bullet Club was one thing, but joining House of Torture, that's like the biggest career backstep I've ever seen. I think he could have worked in Bullet Club if he was like an Ishimori or like yeah. an ELP or something, but he was the House of Torture. No nobody Gato must hate show to such an extent that he went, you know. <laughs> you joined house Oh, poor show. Poor show. We'll see him in the best <laughs> of the Super Juniors uh, tournament. We got our preview coming up on Monday, but let's get to the second match here as Aussie Open and Great O'Con were already out. So it was United Empire teaming up in six-man tag team action against TMDK, continuing the rivalry from the Road 2 shows and uh, wrestling Sats- uh, Satsumo. Uh, this was this time it was Shane Hayes, Mikey Nichols, and Kosei Fujita versus Great Okan, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis. This one went about five and a half minutes. It was good action uh, throughout, but just a little too short. And of course, Fujita's there to take the fall. So Great Okan isolated him, put him in the uh, I yeah the sheep killer for the win in this one. I, I love the matchup. Like I said on our preview for Wrestling Duntaku between TMDK and Aussie Open. So anytime they were in the ring together, I very much enjoyed this. I enjoyed it a lot more than I enjoyed the opener. I gave it a uh, two stars for this one. So now, what you think about this six man tag team match? I mean, it's the quality of stars in the match that helps the star rating. You've got some amazing, no cheating. The Obviously, it's great each time to see Fujita, because he's obviously going to get pinned. This is like, it's the yes. laws of New Japan. But you're seeing him grow each time, and not just his style, but his personality with Zach and the post-match comments. It's just really nice, and... The Empire, there's never anything bad to say about them, whether they're in a big title match or a multi-man tag match, they always provide for fans. And I feel like, I said this on Twitter and people weren't too sure, the Empire might be now balanced with LIJ for popularity in Japan. I see so many green light sticks, so many Empire merch. And while I think someone said that LIJ is still top, I think the Empire are very slowly sneaking up on them. I think they close the gap where, you know, they're they're kind of positioned as tweeners where they can go against the baby faces, go against the heels, but you always hear the reaction. Even for someone like a lower member, in my opinion, Hanare, ever since mm-hmm. his matchup with Shingo, he's been getting bigger and bigger reactions as of late. So I totally agree with you there. Uh, Jay News, what do you think about TMDK versus United Empire here? Uh, much, much to what Sanal said. I think the 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 uh, the relevance of the stars makes the star match in this in this particular one. Um, be that the United Empire boys they don't know how to put on bad matches. So you know, uh, the great Okan is 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 great. Uh, is great professional wrestling at its finest. He has a a, a great big per, over the top personality. Uh, the Aussie Open boys are the best tag team in the business. You know, and putting him in there with TMDK and Kose Fuji to just Kose Fuji has got. Kozi Fuji just got this opportunity that no other young boy has had either in a very long time or ever. Um, I think it's ever. I think nobody's yeah. ever been in a faction as a young lion. 
And at the end of the day, he's getting to do what young lions don't get to do outside of their young lioness. At the end of the day, they're like they're dojo boys. They usually don't get to do anything. And he's 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 character now. He's he's got a different style in the ring all the damn time, or whatever the case is. It's like take the black trunks off this kid already, man. You know what I'm saying? It's over. You know he graduated. (laughs) The fastest graduation in New Japan dojo history. The the, the fastest graduation in the no in the no gay dojo history to the Ichiban Sweep Boy, baby, because he is the man. He takes all the pins, but he's entertaining as hell. So you know we 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 show in love there. But from uh, you know I think uh who is who's the third man in this match? It was uh, Okan was on his side. And then Fujita was so so. There's no necessarily build there, but they're yeah. they, you know to 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 your point, SP. They were they were still building off of the road two shows and stuff like that. So uh, they still have that going on. I think that we'll probably get another TMDK proper versus Aussie Open match somewhere down the line. Um, so we'll see how that how that pans out. Uh, but yeah, no, it worked. It was it was solid. I probably you know two and a half stars to just yeah. to to be on the good side. Fun matchup. We're just going over our, you know, five minutes or so. We got Colin in the chat who says, anyone joining uh, House of Torture kills their career stone dead. Couldn't say it better than that. I mean, uh, to be fair, Yujiro's was probably already quite dead before he joined anyway. <laughs> and he's such a nice guy. I met him at the Bullet Club block yeah, party. Yeah, I met him as well. He's, he is a really nice guy, but it's not working for him. No, he ain't getting any younger. Sorry, boy. <laughs> no, no, he's not getting any younger. And it's like I stated many, many moons ago. If Peter ain't there, we don't care. At the end of the day, the Tokyo pimp hate <laughs> the Tokyo pimp if he ain't got the, the, the lady with him. So, you know, it is what it is. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it is. We got Simeon who says the Tokyo pimp lost his pimp status. Absolutely. Uh, and he also says, I agree the United Empire have the merch numbers to support their claim as a top popular faction. They're, they're getting up there and they're doing all of this without Will Ospreay active, which says a lot. So that, that's good for uh, United Empire fans. But let's go to the third match on the card where we had more United Empire. This is another reason why United Empire is getting up there. There's so many members. There's seven members. Like, you can do multiple matches on a card where they just feel like they're all over it. But this one was a six-man tag team matchup with the former IWGP uh junior tag team champions tjp and francisco akira catch 2-2 teaming up with aaron hanare versus the new iwgp junior heavyweight tag team champions the jet setters the jet kevin knight kevin naito and kashida as well as with shoto aminu and this match was really about kind of what we predicted on our preview show j news where they were establishing a feud of sorts between shoto aminu and uh, Aaron Hanare, two guys that have kind of come up in the New Japan system, and they were going at it very fierce and fiery in this matchup. Also about previewing potentially a rematch for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles between the Jet Setters and Catch 2-2. All four of these guys will be in the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. So I found it very interesting that TJP took the pinfall in this one with Kushida pulling off a small, a perfect small 
package hold for the one, two, three. They will actually be facing in the A block of the best of the super juniors uh, tournament. So I could definitely see Akira beating Kevin Knight on in the B block and TJP getting his revenge on Kushida in the A block to set up the rematch for the IWGP junior tag team titles. And then after the matchup here, we had a little stare off, a little beef created between Hanare and Shooter. So I like this matchup probably more than any of the other multi-man matchups uh, on this card uh, before we got into the championship encounter. So I gave this one three stars. J News, what did you think about this one? Um, To the point that you made in regards to uh, Shooter and um, Gentrified Hanare having this beef, um, you know, we, we called it. But then they called an audible during the show. <laughs> so we won't we won't we won't see this beef happen until the G1 or whatever the case is. <laughs> so they called not just yet. The not just yeah, yet. They're like, hold, yet. On, hold no, on, hold on. Hold we'll, on. We'll, we'll, we'll get this going at the G1 uh eventually. So uh shooter sh- shooter shoot man, shooter's a mainstay on New Japan TV at this point, man. He's out here making matches, he's making challenges and stuff like that, or whatever the case is. He's a star, bro. Uh, big ups to the shooter there. Um, I think that having the rematch for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championships here, uh, somewhere down the road, not necessarily knowing where, but I'm sure that the the four uh, the four wrestlers in the tag situation, unless they want to do something drastic, they won't win the best of Super Juniors. So they might have that match at the end of the tournament um, to fill to fill in one of the shows. So we'll see how that goes. I thought the match. I thought the match was solid, and, and they did a good. Uh, they did a good job um, creating this this beef and storyline between uh, Shooter and Hanare. So uh, solid three. I agree with you there. Uh, so now, what were your thoughts on what was going on during this match? Yeah, another good one. It was like the um, previous match where obviously um, it was all about the rebound from the Road Two shows, but it is interesting that it was TJP who got pinned, but it was with like a small package. Because I think these two guys, in terms of experience and careers, they're the senior guys in their teams. And I think, so, did someone say in the post-match comments, it was sort of a battle of who had trained their partner the best, who would help them the best? Yeah. So I think that this, the fact that Kishida won with a small package, it doesn't belittle TJP as a wrestler and will instead just rile him up. I sort of see with the best of Super Junior... Maybe Akira getting pinned, but TJP being the one to pin Kushida in a similar way to get the rematch at some point. Yeah, I could see that as well. The one and one, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And also with two veterans in the trade, I think Mm -hmm. it's a lot more interesting having their sort of relationship and thing expand. Mm. No, that's 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 a that's a solid point. I think that the 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 small tweak where Kushida actually pinned them not only in the small package but with the hammerlock added to it you know we're gonna see them trying to one-up each other right uh throughout throughout the throughout the best of super juniors to see as to who can tweak whatever simple move the most <laughs> to try to get a win so uh i think that that that'll be cool to see during the best of super juniors yeah and in terms of hanare and shota i mean it's always a funny thing these feuds like not to break kate but when i was at um a Rev Pro show. It's funny. So Shota and Suji actually had a match together and they were proper aggressive. And then 20 minutes later, they were sat in the corner eating food together. 
And this is what I could almost imagine what this Hanari and Shota match is because they were so close in the dojo. You'd see pictures of them with red shoes. And I can almost imagine like this is just in the ring. They are so intense and they're going to put all of that past and become almost like a different person to do this fight. And watching young lions in a match together with people that they grew up with and sort of improve with, you can see the difference. And that's what at some point when this happens, because we know that Shota's got other things on his mind, it will be amazing to see just how far both Hanare and Shota have come. And we've seen this in the past too with like guys like, uh, you know, how Jay White used to go at it with David Finley and Juice. Uh, you saw with Juice and David Finley last year in the in the G1 Climax. You always have, you always are more physical and more aggressive against your friends in the ring than you are with people that you dislike, it seems. But we shall see how it pans out when they finally go one-on-one with each other. But the next matchup was our final multi-man matches before we get into the title matches on this card. And it's the, the ongoing fashion feud between Los Inganables de Japón and Just Five Guys. This time, six-man tag team action with Bushi, Shingo Takagi, and Tensuyo Naito representing LIJ versus Doki, Yoshinabu Kanamaru, and Tai Chi, the King of Pro Wrestling 2023 Provisional Champion. Of course, they continued the feud between Shingo and Taichi throughout this matchup here. Uh, it only went oh, just over seven, seven minutes, seven minutes, 17 seconds with of course, if LIJ is losing, you know who's taking the fall for them. The the <laughs> Fujita of LIJ, Bushi, taking the fall here as uh, Tai Chi got the win with uh, his new submission, basically the stretch plum that he got the victory over Shingo Takagi to win the KOPW championship. After the matchup, just five guys celebrated with Tai Chi now pulling off his pants in the post-match uh, when, the, when the beat hits, when the beat drops, that's when he he takes a he rips off his uh tearaway pants and we got more uh tai chi kind of teasing a rematch against shingo takagi and uh so it was some interesting stuff in this one i thought it was a pretty decent matchup i gave it two and a half stars so now what you thought about lij versus just five guys here i mean you know any match with just five anything with doki and uncle nobu and tai chi is always great for me um i think this is a really good match obviously aside from tai chi and shingo which i really hope just for the sake of their bodies that this rematch does not happen too soon and that shingo does not get to choose another stipulation but i am looking forward to the three juniors in best of super junior i know we've all said bushi is like the four guy he's a fugitive but i really want to see bushi doki and kanamaru not be the guys at the bottom of the thing especially doki like we spoke about this on Ace Tech because we really think that Doki is shining. And Wato wasn't on this card, was he? No, surprisingly, he wasn't. No, so I guess like on like a line is Bushi, Kanamaru, Doki, and Wato, all guys who people won't expect to do well, but who I hope will pick up something and some sort of win and momentum that isn't overshadowed by the top guys and also the new people coming in. 
Well, you heard on commentary, I, I tweeted it out that you and Kirian are the big Doki fans on Ace Techers. And I said, uh, Chris Charlton and Kevin Kelly are joining you in the Doki fan club. And of course, the leader of the Doki fan club is Gino Gambino, who they did hype up is coming back at Dominion. But it seems like they're calling, they're calling uh, Doki their, their high key dark horse pick. I actually had him as my... So if you watch, I've got a preview coming up for the Best of Super Junior in a few days. Do I said that my predictions, I go with my head and my heart. My heart pick is Doki. I would love to see him win his block or at the very least, get an upset win over Hiromu. I could see that. I could actually see that. The set up a, a junior title match for sure. Uh, Jay News, what did you think about this six-man tag team match? And what do you think about the rise of Doki and his fan club? <laughs> the rise of Doki in the fan club, how hated Doki was for the last three years, how hated he's been and the turnaround he's made uh, is, 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 uh, is really, really good storytelling on that end. He's done a physical transformation on himself, which is in addition to uh, him uh, helping himself have a longer career in the ring. Uh, so that's a positive on Doki's side there. I would like to say that the best of super juniors tournament, uh, the card, <clears throat> we'll talk about this on the show on Monday, but uh, let me down a little bit. Let me down a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll explain wow. why on Monday. But really? Let me down a little bit. I love <laughs> the card because I will. I, <laughs> the only thing I'll say, I'll just put it out there, is that the first night you got the match for my heart of Hiromu versus Speedball by Speedball. Bailey. Mm -hmm. And then on my birthday, they're giving me Hiromu versus Kushida on the 18th. My birthday. That's my birthday present. Thank you, New Japan. There are no fillers. There is no Dick Togo, no Gato, right. no Jado. Like I, I, it's I, 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 I just, I just missed a few, uh, a few of the of 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 the wrestlers that we got last year. I would have liked to have had them in this year. Uh, that being Ace Austin, that being uh, his tag team partner in crime, Chris Bay. Uh, well, I well, love. Well, they both. When my right. interview with Chris Bay, he said he's focused on the tag teams. That's I know. What I know. I know. I know, I know. But at the end of the day, I would like to have seen him. I'm a big fan of Alex Zane. Man, the sauce is the man. So Who's not a junior heavyweight. Not, not, not a junior. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> too many, too many Taco Bell trips. Um, I would, I would, I would, I would like, I would have liked to have seen Blake Christian this time around. Uh, but. You know, it is, but it, I don't know what the what, what what's going on there with with him in New Japan. But it is, and I think it is commentary did mention that that there was guys yeah. like that that oh you know just missed out on the cut that would have liked mm -hmm. to be in the junior have you the the best of super juniors. But there's always next year. Always right, next right. Year. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, with this with this particular match here and, and how it ended up, you know, I called it, man. Bushi was going to look up at the lights. You know, at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. Um. I don't know where they're going with the KO, with the King of Pro Wrestling Championship. I know that they're, they're they're now trying to equate it to the BMF Championship, which is cool. I get all that, but we just can't have Tai Chi and Shingo. We need more. We need more people in this division, if we want to call it that. I feel like Hanare <laughs> is a big one. I think he is. Yes. Yes. Hana yeah. That. Yeah. Yes. Hanare, get him in there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Give 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 Suzuki some love. At, at some at some point again, that would before, be before. that would be scary. Imagine Suzuki picking stipulations for this title. Hey, listen, listen, give me something a little bit because we've been riding this this Tai Chi and Shingo thing for a bit now. So uh, we need a little bit of change. That's all it is. Um, but on top of everything else, I think 
um what we got here was was you know standard new japan uh stuff so uh nothing too special out of it or whatever um i just feel like uh to your point about yoshinobu kanamaru and and um and doki and maybe even bushi uh getting some love during the best of super junior tournament will be cool uh if they keep the tournament tight not where there's one person who's leading the pack but where everyone's like in contention until the, the last couple of nights, I think that would be a different storyline to drive uh, this year around. So um, that that can definitely be a, a choice to happen. So uh, I, I'm looking more forward to something like that than than years past where someone is just driving the entire freaking uh, tournament by themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting because we, we don't suspect Hiromu's going to win uh, this year. So... So someone like Doki getting the win over him would be interesting. I can definitely see uh, Leo Rush getting his win back against Hiromu's as well. So, yeah, it's going to be – there's a lot of interesting stuff, and we'll talk more about Best of Super Juniors. On Monday during our preview, they announced the whole cards at this point of the show. Uh, we should highlight some comments here. Vala B uh, saying 5.25 star uh, King of Pro Wrestling, Hanare. So he's all for Hanari winning the championship. And he always likes to tout that Hanari was the highest rated match from Mania Week. Shouldn't count as Mania Week, even though it was on Mania Sunday. It shouldn't count as Mania Week. It was in Japan. Come on, what are we doing? Uh, Simeon saying this title is for dangerous men. Suzuki and Hanare fit the mode. That is true. Hanare definitely proved himself as his kicks are fierce and he has that that Muay Thai background. So he does fit that mold and so does Suzuki. And I when, when Sanal said him uh, picking stipulation, I was just like, it's probably like a knife fight or someone's got a yeah. die fight. That's what he would want. <laughs> That, that's that's going to extreme of a tai chi matches. The winner is the one who doesn't go to the hospital. But I also see see because I don't see him winning, and this is again a spoiler. Suji in this division, I feel like he could really work well. Listen, man, Yoda Yoda Suji is a special human being. Tell you guys that right now. Uh, that young man's gonna do some terrific things in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I agree with Sano. I let him be the BMF champ somewhere down the line. No, he's got bigger, he's <laughs> no, got bigger no, fish. Absolutely not. Let's, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Let's go to the fifth match here the strong open weight championship matchup. Oui. As it was Kenta defending against Hikaleo. Uh, this was not the matchup I think we were all hoping it would be, but it was the matchup that I think we were all expecting. This was uh, basically Kenta. At first, he got knocked on his ass uh, before the bell, really. So he acted like he was knocked out and got a quick little roll-up on Hikaleo. And then the focus of his of the matchup was him going after the legs of Hikaleo, trying to take the big man down. At one point, Hikaleo hit a big, big boot to the referee, had to call on marty asani to come to come out and uh referee the rest of the matchup uh kenta came close to getting a win with the psycho knee at one point he also had the game over and looking to submit hikaleo he looked for the go to sleep but hikaleo was able to reverse out of that hit a big power slam followed by his choke slam that he's now calling the godsend gorillas of destiny slend i guess uh the godsend for the one, two, three, this match went just under 10 minutes, nine minutes, 45 seconds. And it was not good, folks. Uh, I gave it two stars. It was just kind of 
there. They they attempted a little man, big man matchup, but they did not secede. And once again, I got to say, Sanal, what y'all said on Ace Techers is coming true. Kenta's just not the Kenta we wish he would be for these singles matches that go longer than five minutes. What did you think about this one? Can, can we just say justice for Hikaleo? I love Hikaleo. He's one of the nicest guys. I think he's had so much potential with JY and New Japan haven't booked him well. And to have his first title being done this way is a disservice to him. It Kenta, I love Kenta. Everyone loves Kenta. He's a legend. But as we, a lot of people have said, it's just not been working. He could have gone into this knowing he was losing the title. Show us the Kenta that we love. The Kenta that is not Bullet Club. There's no low blows, no kendo sticks. But instead, he just sort of did like three or four low blows, hit Hikale with a like kendo stick and just sort of made the match a bit... Mm, like I feel like they could have done a lot more. Channeled into this Bullet Club versus Hikaleo because obviously... Hikaleo did betray Bullet Club and is, I guess, the reason that they lost their leader. Yep. And I know some people don't think Hikaleo's at that level, but I think Hikaleo needs to be given the platform to show his level. He's a tall guy. He's athletic. The match against Kenta, it shouldn't have been this way. But on the plus, Kenta doesn't have the title anymore. That's the plus side, even though we're going to get a rematch for some godforsaken reason at uh, New Japan for Wrestling's Resurgence coming up on uh, May 21st. Jay News, any thoughts on Kenta versus Hikaleo here? I've been saying this for a while about Kenta. And, um, you know, I think uh, I'm finally being heard. Uh, at this point, he is a joke. And that is not cool. That is not cool. It's this not a man, funny, it's not a good joke. Like Yano No, it's not a good joke. It's no, just a no, sad no, one. absolutely yes. not. Kenta being the legend that he is, doing what he's done throughout his career between Noah, New Japan, NXT, wherever he's been, man, he he's been considered one of the best to ever do it. And at the end of the day, um, it's just. I don't know. This ain't it, man. This is not it. And, uh, you know, I said this, to, I, th I think I said this during the preview, the whole Tamatanga Hikuleo thing going to the Fed, that's died, that, that hype died, died down, da, 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 this, then the third. Listen, man, this can't be the way this kid wins a championship. It just can't. It just can't. Like, how, this, this, this does not put him on the map. It just doesn't. Giving someone a championship doesn't automatically put them on the map. What is Hikuleo going to do from here? This is really what 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 it boils down to. And the first thing he does, or the first thing that they do from a booking standpoint, is put him in a rematch against this dude that just gave him one of the worst wrestling matches he's ever had in his career. Like I I, I don't I don't understand. This is why I told you guys that the scars are still there. Gato's booking is not where it should be because of things like this, right? So at the end of the day. This match, I'm saying it beforehand, and we'll come back to it at the end of the show. LVP. That's it. That's but even it. more than the first match with House of Torture. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Because there was course. actual expectations for this. Exactly. One. I there, were, there, were expecta I there, were, there were expectations for this match, and we nothing was met. Absolutely nothing was met. And, and it was a trash match 
for a championship belt that now at at this point means absolutely nothing. So it, it yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. You know what's sad though about that is you said that, Genius, and when it was with Fred Rosser, it was such a good belt. Like, although it might not have been known to fans, he was prestige. He defended it like seven times. And now it's just whether Hikaleo can bring it back up to that standard. It's going to be hard because obviously the experience level, but Kenta took a belt that was pretty good and was pretty staple to the division in America and just mm-hmm. put it down the toilet. Explosion. Uh, yeah, that's that's unfortunate, but at least it's on somebody new. We can we can try to we can try to make better Until of the this. <laughs> we'll see. Oh dear lord, please don't please don't do that, Gato. Please. I, I was giving you credit to start this show here. And we got uh Simeon who says Hikaleo and Tama are fed bound in 2024. Uh we'll get to Tama Tonga, but I guess they're trying to do something with Hikaleo before he eventually leaves the promotion. And we do have a bit of breaking news for WWE fans who are watching or both. WWE and New Japan fans, Romeo in the chat says breaking news, WWE World Heavyweight title will be decided by two triple threat matches on Raw where winners will face each other at the end of the night. Same thing next SmackDown, winners of both nights face at Night of Champions. Okay. That seems convoluted, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, On to the next match. This this this, this, this thing got nothing to do with, with New Japan Pro Wrestling. You should have left it for the regular True Heel Heat podcast, which is on tomorrow at 11.05. Eastern Standard Time, go. as it usually is. Uh, so tune into that. There you go. Appreciate that. Uh, Colin said, I actually enjoyed watching Hideo Itami rather than this version of Kenta. That is sad. <laughs> that, is, well, that is sad. That's a, that's a bold statement. And problem is, people would agree. Exactly. Yes. Had, yes. had his style. He wasn't used well, but he wasn't a cheater. He wasn't just not giving us anything. He yeah. wasn't just shenanigans filled. He wasn't. He's basically a House of Torture member. Like, oh. th- yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how bad it's gotten. With, with that's how bad it's gotten with Kenta is that he's basically just a House of Torture stick, and he's not a member of House of Torture. And uh, Romeo says, uh, I just report the news. Jay News should appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to leave him alone today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I'm going to leave him alone <laughs> Let's go to the next matchup on the card where this is when the card got really better after washing the taste out of our mouth after the last one for the New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television Championship. Yeah, Zack Sabre Jr. defending against Jeff Cobb. I will say the pre the pre match interviews. Shane Haste. Shane, Shane Haste. Haste. Might be an MVP candidate for this entire. My name is Zach Saber Jr. and uh, I've got my cool jacket and I do the checkers and I'm gonna beat them up. Yeah, and then I Zach's think like, I've said it on Ace Tech is how much I love Shane Haste, and I think just the, like he didn't even wrestle a big match, but yeah, he could be the MVP of this entire show just for that, like a minute of pure genius. My name is Zach Sabre Jr. It's like, like, YouTube. I'm, is it on YouTube? Because I want to find it. I feel like I want to watch it every day. 
I think it is. I because they put up the the matches on YouTube, so I think they put up the pre the pre match interviews. And then Zach comes in. He's like, "Who am I supposed to be? Oliver Twist? Am I supposed to be Oliver Twist?" <laughs> to be fair, no. Be honest, right? Both of you guys, do you if you did an impression of us Brits, would that not be sort of on the level that you do something more Oliver Twist than what we really are? It just let's, it just let's hear your best British accent, Jane. No, hell no. I, <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Um, because I feel like from a traditional standpoint, right? When you talk about the accents and all that stuff, right? So it's like so now I'll mention Oliver Twist, that it's like, well, that's really like Victorian times kind of like British stuff or whatever the case is. It's not necessarily a Cockney accent. And then dudes from Birmingham sound a certain way, and then guys from Mexico sound a certain way. So it's like I love because it's 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 one of those things where it's like I would rather listen to I don't know I don't even know but at the end of the day the way that Shane Haste had, did his impression and when 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 Zach came in he was like we've been friends for ten years like this is the best you can do <laughs> I was like, this is the best. my name is Zach Junior I love how he just kept going with the with the with the color exactly it's everything about Shane it's like him in the ring it doesn't just stop up the um moves it's his facial expressions shane haste is the whole package and we've said it on ace tackers if he is in the g1 i will not be sad about that i wouldn't i wouldn't i'd be totally fine with it absolutely but uh, this led into what i thought was a great matchup uh with zach's techers going up against the strength the size and the athleticism of jeff cobb and jeff cobb just wouldn't let zach do his usual thing and in the build-up to this matchup zach said he was going to do a german suplex and he tried a couple of times he was never able to do it but anything jeff cobb wanted to do as far as a move or a suplex he was able to do it to zach at every turn big gut red suplex off of the middle rope he actually did the german a deadlift german zach tried to grab his leg but he was able to pull him off and hit a big old german suplex the final five minutes were just superb in this matchup with them trading strikes and big moves uh jeff cobb hitting uh the the big uh whipping uh backdrop backdrop driver that he does and Zach rolling out of the ring to the spin cycle he calls it the spin cycle and Zach rolling out of the ring to avoid a pinfall the final minute was just so frantic with both guys trying to go uh Zach going for submissions and Jeff Cobb just trying to knock out Zach he tried a big forearm sliding forearm down to a laying down Zach and he was able to catch him in an arm bar and nearly got the submission but Jeff Cobb lifts him up and just slams him down and neither man it wasn't a, a case of like, okay, if there was an extra second or two, one of these guys would have won. It was just completely split down the middle. Like neither man had the upper hand by the end of this thing as it went to the 15-minute time limit draw. And I think it was just so well done. And this felt like just the right result and the right time to finally do the time limit draw. This being Zach's sixth defense of the new Japan pro wrestling world television championship. And I thought it was, it was a great defense. Another one to go along with all his previous ones. I gave this one four and a quarter stars and it was announced yesterday that it will be at dominion, the rematch for the world television championship between Zach Sabre jr. And Jeff Cobb. But I got to ask you, what did you think about the match, Sanal? And do you think either one of these guys can beat the other in 15 minutes? 
I loved it. Like, um, I've we've said that this 15 minute time limit is the best thing that's probably happened to this belt. And while the Zack Sabre Jr. going 15 minutes with former Young Lions wasn't really that realistic, this was. While Jeff Cobb has the size advantage, Zach is one of the best techers guys in the world. So they are equal, but in different ways. And I just think there was that one moment where Jeff Cobb had Zach on the top rope, then the submission, and then the, it was just everything went well. And I think Chris Charlton and of Kevin Kelly, again, amazing, saying that by the 10 minute mark, Zach is normally sub, like with the submissions, weakening his opponent. And that was sort of the moment I was like, yes, Jeff Cobb could win this, but this could be a time limit. And it was. Yes, it just felt like the right time to to do it. And I, I do agree that Jeff Cobb kind of needed this. If he wasn't going to win it, it should have at least gone to the time limit draw. And Jay News, you predicted it on the preview. So what did you think about the match and the result of this one? Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, uh, I just figured to, to Saddam's point, like to you guys, but I mean, Jeff Cobb needed this man at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? He's he's been the strong guy. He's been the wrestler's wrestler for a while. Um, he's always been booked strongly, but not strong enough, right? So it's it's one of those things where it's like Zach's been putting on these great matches as a as a TV champion. Um, for Jeff Cobb to come out and just straight up lose a match like this, uh, with the way that he's been booked throughout his New Japan career, wouldn't have made much sense. So I thought that the draw made sense now i don't necessarily know if the if the stipulations change for the match the rematch in dominion um just because uh jeff i think uh, during during the end of the match jeff cobb was point uh, tapping his wrist talking about the time or whatever the case is so i'm not too sure if they if they expand the time for that particular match i'm not too sure if there's a stipulation where where there must be a winner type type of deal or whatever the case is you know so uh just depending as to how they how they want to how they want to set, uh, set up the match and this is that nature. But I thought that the match was, man, it was fantastic at the end of the day. Jeff, the main man, Jeff Cobbs versus Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, it, it just, it just, it always, it always lives up. They both live it up every single time. Like you forget sometimes just how strong Jeff Cobb is and for him to, and Zack Sabre Jr. is not a thin, frail boy anymore. So so at the end of the day, it's like he's flinging around this dude who's like 215, 225 now. And it's like Jeff Cobb's just super freaking strong. And the stuff that he does is like it's incredible. And when Zack Sabre Jr. was about to hit the German on Jeff Cobb, I said to myself, Oh, this shit is over. This shit is over. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, did, he did do it. Um man, it, it, it was it, it was just a, a, a cool match to see. And them being equals, right? Because you never necessarily see. I mean, outside, outside of Suzuki and um, and Blue Justice and uh, and uh, fuck man, why am I, and uh, what is his name? God damn, I'm forgetting his name. Yeah, there you go. Um, so outside of those two that have always been kind of on, on equal footing, right? You don't get to see that too much on, on on New Japan Pro Wrestling because Okada's had the had one up on Naito his entire career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, to, to, to that extent, these guys are equals. And it's like, who wins? Will they trade the belt back and forth? Is it just one of those things? The stipulations, does this become a, a pseudo KOPW kind of a championship where stipulations have to come into play for one to, for one to get traded off to the other? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's one of those things. That, and I really like 
uh, watching these two guys' matches. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about the beat. Nagata, man. They, I'm telling you, man. My brain, gets, the fog, the fog's real. Anyways, uh, so uh, at the end of the day, is is just one of those things where um, where I feel like Jeff Cobb is always going to be positioned strongly. Uh, but the way that they put, but the way that they come about with the matches and how they put them together is always uh, the unique part about it. And I definitely like this match. Four point four and four point two five, so four and a quarter stars. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with that. Um, for this match, definitely a, a dope match to watch. Yes, and they went back to back with what, what I thought were really damn great matches on this card. As next, we had the biggest never open weight six man tag team championship matchup that's ever happened for this damn title. As it was Strong Style, Ren Narita, El Desperado, and Minoru Suzuki making their second defense against Kazuko Okada, Tomoro Ishii, and Hiroshi Tadahashi. And Tadahashi's pre previous injury the the rib injury came into play almost immediately in this one with his ribs being the focus of strong style uh you had you had suzuki doing the cobra the cobra twist on this man driving the elbow into his damn ribs uh he was selling i love tadahashi tadahashi has always been one of the the greatest sellers of everything but the way he sells actual injuries are just the best and how he was like touching his stomach i was like this man either got to use the bathroom or he's really hurt um he finally made the hot tag to ishii i love the moment where ishii got on the apron and the fuoku crowd was like oh he's, he's actually gonna be there for him and i love commentary talking about how ishii may not like him but he's always gonna do the right thing uh but that miscue and the dissension between them came into play as uh tadahashi was going for el desperado and hits uh tomiro ishii with a palm strike ishii then bumped into him and el desperado was able to roll him up and i love how this match really broke down into the individual matches the Suzuki going at it with Tadahashi, Tomoru Ishii, and El Desperado just have a completely fight forever type of vibe to them that every time they see each other, they just want to just uh, just completely beat the holy hell out of one another. And then it came back into the rivalry that kind of started this whole thing between Ren Narita and Kazuka Okada. Ren just wanting so badly to get the win over Okada. Strong Style did like triple team. And then Narita got in his submission, but he wasn't able to get the job done. Okada was able to reverse it out. And then uh, their team had the triple team and almost got the win on Narita. Okada hits the big drop kick. He goes for the land side, but Narita is able to get his submission back. But Okada is able to reverse that into the Cobra Flosion, then picks him up. Rainmaker! And one, two, three, for the first time in Okada's career, he has won a title not named the IWGP Heavyweight or World Heavyweight Championship. And I thought this was a fantastic trios matchup. It felt like the biggest going win on paper, and it just delivered in every way. And they got a bunch of time. This one went almost 20 minutes, 19 minutes, 36 seconds, and it was just completely fabulous. 
fabulous. Just how everything broke down. I thought this was one of the best trios matches that New Japan has ever done. I gave it four and a half stars. I just really loved this matchup. And then the post match was even better, in my opinion, as Shoto Aminu, the other young man that Okada's like, get off my, my lawn to, uh, Shoto Aminu came, comes out and he challenges. He wants the next shot at the Never Open Way six man tag team titles. And he says that he's going to team up with someone who hasn't been here in a while. And it's none other than the man with the black jacket, the boogeyman of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Blackpool Combat Club, AEW's own John Moxley, who says that, how dare you treat my young boy like that? He says, I have to come back to Japan and I got to set you straight, Okada. I got to set your team straight. So he's going to be teaming up with Shoto Aminu at Dominion to get a shot at the never open weight six-man tag team titles, but Okada couldn't let Amino and Moxley get the last word. He tells them both that he'll see them at Dominion, and he tells you, fuck you, young boy. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Dickhead Okada, the yeah. best character in professional wrestling today. I don't care what you say. You can have your tribal chiefs. You can have your American nightmares. You can have oh, your, your MJFs. Give me Dickhead Okada, who's pissed off at all these young men for just being him. He This was him when he was younger. And he, he's, he used to be, I think Jeremy Lambert put it best on in the weeds that we just did. He is the guy who used to own the frat house who now lives next door to the frat house 10 years later and he's like oh you guys are making noise you guys are horrible like, he is so great in this role and it just works to perfection i loved everything about this Sanal, what did you think about the matchup and the post match to this it got zero stars because strong style lost <laughs> i knew well, you were gonna say <laughs> It was, no, it was a phenomenal match. You guys know how much like I'm a massive Suzuki and Despi fan, and I've watched Naria, so I wanted Strong Style to win. But yeah, I think the match itself was amazing. Suzuki was really doing a number on Tanahashi. I was like, Murder Dad is back. Murder Dad, he might be a babyface. He might be teaming with Young Lions and the um and like GBH and that, but he is still at the core. One Granddad Murder Man. He like he didn't care. He was like Tanahashi got an injury. He just come back. That's what I'm gonna do. And again, I know they're in different division, but Ishi versus Desperado is just a match made in heaven. They bring out the best in each other. They're like because they're so different. It just works really well, and everything in this just worked perfectly. The storytelling, the match itself, and yet not only is it a huge thing for Okada to finally win a belt that's not the heavyweight. But for a title that has had probably one of the, along with the other never belt, one of the most roller coaster journeys ever, we might actually have a some prestige to it from Okada Tanahashi and Ishii holding it to Moxley challenging. Obviously, we don't know who the third man is going to be. Someone it's said Daniel Bryan. I know I wouldn't say that because the resurgence is going to be Rocky Romero, Okada, and Ishii versus uh, Moxley, Shooter, and Willie Yuta. So I think they're positioning Yuta to come over as the representative of the Blackpool Combat Club. Are they going to turn show a heel then? I don't know. Are they going to induct him into the Blackpool Combat Club? Do they win the titles? I don't know. 
He's been giving little kids wristbands. He's got his little glow sticky card. The merch sales. You know what? They can't. These kids have got these wristbands and you can't just have him go here. But yeah, I mean, apart from the result, because obviously that's a personal thing. It was great to see such a strong, I mean, I think ha they've only had they only had one successful defence, which I guess isn't great. But I think it's just going to elevate the title for when it needs it. Give Okada something to do where he can be this dick. And I think it just works perfectly. It's, it's so great. I love it so much. We got Vallabi saying this match was balls to the walls fun. Uh, we also got... Uh, Romeo in the chat who's saying that partner for Mox and Shota has to be Claudio or Brian. If it was Yuta, uh, they just announce it like they did for Resurgence. No, they're going to get the win over two thirds of the champions and then announce it. Uh, Jay News, who do you uh, who do you think is going to be the third man for Shuda and Moxley? And what did you think about the match in the post match here? So, um. First off, uh, this particular match subverted expectations for me. I didn't think it was going to be this good, um, and I didn't think it was going to go this long. Uh, so uh, props to them for putting on that long of a match and and, and making it what it was, um, giving Kaz a non-World uh, Heavyweight Championship in the company is something to behold. Uh, his character, this dickhead Okada, uh, has really, really shot to the top of new japan popularity because people just love it at the end of the day um ishii man what, can, what there, there's not there's not enough that we can say about tomohiro ishii that hasn't been said before uh but at the end of the day man i thought he was terrific in this uh suzuki murder grandpa just 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 going for the gut of tanahashi like it was just the body blows and tanahashi crumbling like tanahashi Ta tanahashi's selling People don't understand. This is why Tanahashi is such a legend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The emotion that he brings out of a crowd is second to none, man. And 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 he was he was he continued to do that in this match here. Um, as per the match was great. Uh, as per the post match stuff, man. Look, man. Shooter now, being that he's de he's detouring, right? He's he's going for these never open weight six man tag team championships. I disagree with USP three. I don't think it's gonna be Wheeler Yuta to be the, the the third man part of the team for the Dominion show. I know they're doing the whole thing in resurgence, but Wheeler Yuta, uh, depending if he's gonna he's not in the best of super juniors this year. So at, at this point, him go, doing the one-off in Japan for this the second biggest show of the year, because Dominion's usually the second biggest show of the year. Um, I he's not a big enough name. It's not a big enough name. And I actually have to, as much as I like, not like to say this right now, I actually have to agree with Romeo here. Uh, it's going to have to be either Claudio or Brian um, to be the part, the third man in, in the team with Shooter and, and Mox. Uh, does Shooter get indoctrinated? Does he get uh, beat into the BCC? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, but he won't turn on them, obviously. They'll just keep it separate. At the end of the day, you know, because, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, I don't know, people, some people might get this reference, but some people might not, you know, blood in, blood out at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, I don't think Shooter's going to bleed to get to, to get the BCC initiation. Um, it's, so, it's going to ruin his ringe. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he doesn't want to ruin I, his jacket, his white jacket. Right. You know? right. And, and, and I think and I think they already initiated a new member without 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 the without the without the direct. Uh, ploy being 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 had just last week so uh we'll see that turn happen soon i think hopefully 
because I think that uh, Takeshita is one tremendous heavyweight wrestler to become, and him being part of the BCC makes sense uh, in my estimation. So uh, hopefully we'll see that on AEW uh, sometime soon. But beyond that, uh, yeah, uh, can't wait to see what this six-man championship match brings over on on Dominion. And I, it's for me, it's got to be Brian. For me, it's got to be Brian just because he's been wanting to go to Japan all this time. Uh, the majority of the time when they do bring um, Gaijin wrestlers over, usually their first match is a tag match. So it, it just makes sense in, in that regard. So uh, I would think it would be Brian and maybe, maybe a G1 appearance. Maybe. I'm not guaranteeing that. That's not part of my prophecy. But maybe a G1 appearance. I don't know. Uh, so uh, We shall we'll, see. We'll, we'll, we shall see. see I I I would I would hate to be you if I'm right that it's shooter it's uh Wheeler Yuta. Uh and and to answer Romeo, he says, Wow, it's not a satanic ritual you're performing when you agree with me. It's okay, man. I, it's just that you're so often wrong about these yeah. things that yeah, that's are. why yeah, it's exactly. painful for him exactly. to agree with you. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah. Colin Ishii uh is awesome. I wish he was around more often. Then. He is around, but he's never in like this prominent of a position, like in a top storyline, the way he is now. That's the whole thing. He's always around. He sort of works. Like he'll always be in the tours. He'll always be wrestling. It's just he might not always be. He might be supporting people. So I think on the live Bishamon and things like that, Ishii exactly. is always there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we got Valo B saying Shoto uh, is going to suck the heel poison out of Mox and the BCC. I mean, that. I mean that's what Tanahashi said to Hangman Page, and that never happened. So if he does <laughs> that, he's really taking on the Tanahashi influence. And Simeon saying Shoto's heart is too pure for a BCC. Yeah, I think that's what we're all His dad we're will all also getting. not be happy if that happens. Neither, neither one of his other dads. It's gonna be, it's gonna be very happy that he does that. And he's going against one of his dads in Hiroshi Tanahashi in this matchup. They, they need, they need, they need red shoes to be the referee for this match at Dominion. So all of his dads are in one match. This is not even for the titles. This is for who is the actual Shota's father. It just needs to come down to Moxley and Tanahashi in the ring, and Red Shoe's gonna be—he's gonna be like one, two. Neither one of you win, and punches them both and pins it's them me, both. It's me. <laughs> it was me all along. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the never open weight uh, championship was up for grabs as it was Tamatanga going one on one with David Finley. This was a physical matchup uh tamatanga came on came out very hot in this one trying to get some revenge and i love the build-up to this matchup where both guys were like showing respect to each other's fathers but saying that your father was a savage but you're not and uh david finley showed himself to be a bit of a savage this match got a bunch of time uh as well um going 25 minutes i did not I did not see that go coming. I will say that. I did not see uh, Tamatanga and David Finley going 25 minutes. And can I just give credit to Tamatanga that, you know, I, I always give it up for, you know, his personality, for his promos, for the way that he's become this kind of uh, pure baby face that the fans in New Japan just absolutely love and adore. But in this match, he showed some technical ability. The way he got into the sharpshooter, 
was one of the best waves I've ever seen the sharpshooter executed ever. Watching Bret Hart, watching the Scorpion Deathlock with, with Sting, it was just beautiful the way he did it. But eventually, David Finley was able to get a hold of this matchup and just completely brutalize Tamatanga with Powerbomb after powerbomb, after powerbomb. You had uh, Jado getting up on the apron, teasing to throw the towel in, and David Finley hitting him off of the, the apron and telling him, get down. Then he was he picks him up after another powerbomb, says he doesn't want to pin him. He gets him up. He goes for Trash Panda, uh, but Tomatonga is able to reverse it, but eventually he's able to hit it, hits one, and then he lifts up Tomatonga again i was just like at one, at one after that first one and he picked him up i was like what are you doing finley you're gonna cost yourself this win and me in the predictions i can't be wrong about this prediction this is the one i thought i was guaranteed he hits another trash panda pins him again and then lifts him up again and then finally he hits a third trash panda one two three in complete dominant fact fashion just like it felt like the the old takeover rival match where kevin owens just power bombed and power bombed sammy Zayn into oblivion that's what david finley did to tamatanga in this one just completely decimated they one of the og members of the bullet club on the 10th anniversary david finley held up the never open weight champion and became the the official it, this felt like an official coronation of david finley as the leader of the bullet club but after the matchup gato and uh gato and and finley got on the mic with gato saying bullet club needs the rebel i need the rebel the world needs the rebel and uh before he could finish <laughs> i see i see sadal in the back <laughs> oh i'm muted it that is the best impression i've ever heard of gato like that is great. Bullet Club need a rebel. The world need a rebel. But before he could finish, El Phantasmo comes out and he returns, laying out Gato. He lays, he goes after David Finley, tries for CR2, but then he does a flip dive to the outside on both Finley and Gato. And it takes a whole bunch of young lions to pull off El Phantasmo. The crowd reacted big for ELP in this one for his return. And David Finley had to walk out with the never overweight championship had to bail out before elp can get his hands on him even more and then elp showed himself and officially turned babyface by actually taking a bow for jushin thunder liger and i like that that little storyline touch because commentary was really driving that home that david finley wasn't just trying to prove himself to the new japan fans as the leader of the bullet club he was also trying to prove himself to jushin thunder liger who always viewed him as as the class clown when he was in the New Japan Dojo and he was asking him, am I funny now throughout the matchup? So I liked ELP kind of circling everything together by taking a bow for Jushin Dada Liger, who he has his own personal history with. Really enjoyed this one. I gave it four stars, Finley and Tamatanga, but it was just a dominating performance by David Finley that really made him feel like this killer and like this top heel that they're trying to position him as. And of course, I love ELP, so really enjoyed him coming back. Jay News, what did you think about the match and the post-match? I, I probably have a, dis, uh, a descending opinion here, uh, but I'm going to roll with it. Uh, this was too gimmicky for me, and I'm going to tell you why. 
I've seen this too many times before uh, in, 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 in other wrestling feds and things of that nature and whatnot. And for me personally, I'm only speaking for myself, David Finley is not believable as a savage. Just not. He is not his father. He is far from it. Uh, the voice doesn't. I'm sorry, man. It, 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 it happens sometimes where the voice doesn't match the rest of it. Right. It's just like he's a pipsqueak in a savage's body. It just it no it 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 does not work. I'm sorry. Uh, big props to Tama for even doing what he did and giving him the rub the way he did in this particular way and having to go out on a stretcher. Like my man, he did you a favor in this match because you are not believable. You're just not. This this the coronation. I like folks. Don't get it twisted. I get what they're trying to do from a storyline perspective. I understand what the narrative is here. It just doesn't work for me. It is not believable. I cannot suspend my disbelief in front of my TV and believe that David Finley is the new leader of the Bullet Club and that he is a savage. Does he no. need to be like fatter or put on some more muscle? No. What do you? What He's do not you Chris mean? Jericho. He's not Jericho. You know what I'm saying? He ain't out here. He's, he, listen, man. If he's a true savage, bro, like we would see some really sick shit. And what we saw today, what we saw, what we saw the days that we that we watched Nintaku on May 3rd, what we watched was a perfectly manicured wrestling gimmick that's been done before and it's tried and true. They followed it to the T. They made him look like a badass, quote unquote. He just doesn't fit the bill. He just doesn't. I'm waiting. What I'm waiting for, my hope, my hope here is that Sanal's favorite wrestler becomes the leader of the Bullet Club yet again. BC Cold has to take over my my whole thing for, for this whole entire this whole entire thing is that when Forbidden Door comes, Finley and Jay White get face to face. Jay White drops his ass, <laughs> and we get back to Bullet Club. Where it was, because this David Finley experiment has not worked for me at all whatsoever. But sorry to say, folks, I'm just sorry to say, um, you know, at the end of the day, no, no, no. First King of the North, I respect Chris Jericho. That's what I'm trying to say. Freaking David Finley cannot do what Chris Jericho does. This is not, still not him. Exactly, he is not the man. I'm, I did, did, did not pick the right guy here. They just didn't. I would have rather, I would have rather New Japan gone the extreme heel route with elp than what we're getting with freaking david, with david finley that this just no no this 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 is not i'm sorry man i'm sorry i'm sorry dog i'm sorry he's like, he's like, it's a no for me dog <laughs> it's a no for me you ain't him dog you ain't him oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> so now what did you think about the badge what do you think about david finley in this position and the post-match with elp returning yeah, me and Janus are on similar terms here. Like, <laughs> I love David Finley. I I've always loved him. C Block champion. Like, one of the best things. His feud with JY has always been great. Yes. The problem is, and I've said this so many times, Finley has not come in with his own personality. Everything just seems to be taking things from past leaders, especially with Jay. He's got the X on his gear. He's gone full heel. He's got Gato. While I feel that Finley could be a heel, like it could work, there's such a change in his personality. Like the match was fine, but the fact that Finley would just do a massive beatdown on Tamatonga, I just didn't, 
I didn't believe it. I didn't want to accept right. it. Would it ever work better if he like hit him with the shillelagh? Because that no. was the only thing that I thought would have no. worked and would have no. made it more believable. You know why? And 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 I'll listen. I'll finish. You know why the shillelagh wouldn't have made a difference? Because I've seen Tamatanga do worse shit to other people. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just it it like for for Tamatanga to take the beat down that he did the way that he did. It's like all right, kid. He did you the favor. You're supposed to look good, but you're still not it, man. You're still not it. <laughs> poor, poor. I mean, it's true. The thing is, they had so much potential with this Bullet Club thing. They just disbanded it because I think that once Jay went, I think it was the perfect time to go. Let's end it here. Let's just leave on. Needs uh -oh. a personality that is not Bullet Club, his dad, his past, his everything. Finley, need, like for me, what Finley should have done is similar to what Osprey did a new faction. So, like somewhere where he could be his own version of a heel, like, Os like Osprey started after turning on Okada, but still managed to keep who he was as a person, just intensified it and made it he like he's become as jane you said is in the like the matches are a gimmick and the leader of the bullet club shouldn't be a gimmick jay white was never a gimmick omega was never a gimmick styles never a gimmick but like prince devitt was never a gimmick and this like the rebel the difference between the rebel is jay was a split switchblade since he arrived in chaos he was a split switchblade finley has now you know like when you see on TV shows kids go through that they're like, Mom, I hate you and stuff like that. I feel that's what Finley's doing. He's going through his rebel phase, but taking it literally. Are you saying he came off like a teen he came off like a teenager? <laughs> he did, like a teen who was going through his emo time. I love it. It's just that it was the gear, it's the like he dyed his hair, he dyed his beard, just everything just seemed to work like a cosplay rather than finley naturally becoming this person i, I agree i actually that. i actually i, I feel that. i feel like i'm the one taking the the aspirin pill right now because i believe i agree with romeo i i believe this is this is finley a little bit more than y'all do i i don't so, know i i'm believing so let, so let me say, let me say this one final thing and so i'll touched on it here where she said he's cosplaying a heel wrestler, right? He dyed his hair and he dyed his beard. She said that specifically. And I'm, I'm going to come out and say this. This is a, this is a personal bias, right? Uh, at the end of the day, I respect no man who dyes his beard. And that's real, coming from me, all right? So, yeah, that's a personal bias thing. I, I just put one, I just put two and two together. It right was like there. that's the, was, that's where it really comes that, from. That, that's where it really comes from. Put two and two together. He dies his beard. He ain't believable to me. You out here faking it. You out here faking the funk for the people and shit, man. Get out of here, man. I, I ain't with the shits. I ain't with the shits. We got we got uh Volibi saying Finley looks like he's trying to be Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star with that gear. <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. No one believes. No one believes. Yeah, in I just, I wanna, like I love Finley. Like, I've always loved Finley. Like 
on my birthday i've won this thing and he sent me two shirts and i think he's one of the best i just i want i wanted finley to shine as david finley okay. not not like for like jj was already a star before he went into bullet club he'd already cemented himself with the title and the us title i wanted finley to find success as him not just and also you're gonna tell me that they're gonna put a guy who's highest achievement has been the tag titles with juice robinson they're gonna put him at the top of the faction it was it wasn't executed as well as like jay white's uh kind of usurping of uh the the bullet club it just wasn't done in the best way possible i will give y'all that i will give y'all that but like i said i believe in in david finley i believe in the potential of him and he's had great matches i thought this match was great i thought the ishii match in the new japan cup was great as well so I'm willing to give him more of a chance than it seems to know in J News here. Listen, man, I, at I, the end I of the day, I find like a, see a natural progression. Like, don't you don't need to dye the beard? You don't need to wear like studs and stuff and looking like a bit of a knockoff evil. Just just be chilled. Yeah, because to, 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 to end all this, I take nothing away from his wrestling is in-ring ability because to Sanal's point, he's great there. It's just from a character standpoint, the shit just doesn't fit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think King of the North Star said it best earlier. <laughs> Whatever, it just doesn't fit. And I know it's a play on his on, on his father's nickname at the end of the day, but you know, the stu- the studs and the things, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's derived from his father's old ring gear and then the mix the mixture with evils. It's just it's just he's not him. Yeah, he's there is no there is no solidified version of David Finley. There's no final version of David Finley yet. Um, so and, and this can't be it. That's all I gotta say about that. We got King of the North says, I've been pushing the agenda for ages. Bring those beer country motherfuckers over to Japan to be in a faction. David Finley can use those guys. He does need to put more of a mark on his version of the Bullet Club, and that would be bringing new members into the group probably. Should probably do that. I'll join. I'll join if they need someone. They need they need that female representation, the content creator. not there anymore. So <laughs> exactly, I won't exactly. take a role, but I can do something. I'd be a great like second. Get rid of Gato, and I'll do it instead. Can you do the bullet club needs a rebel? The world needs a rebel. I'll take USP three with me. You can do that bit. <laughs> yeah, you just do it like like your your Kai and Tai, and I do it from the back. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the Molly match left is the main event. It was for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship as former Los Inganables de Japón partners uh, going at it as Sonata defended the title for the first time against the junior heavyweight uh, champion Hiromu Takahashi. And boy, oh boy, I knew this week. We talked about this match on the preview and we thought it would be great. I think it exceeded my expectations even because this crowd in Fuoco sold out crowd. It really felt like they were here for this matchup. And Hiromu went full on 2017 Hiromu because he's been great this year, specifically kind of changing his style, doing more selling. Me and Sanal talked about it on Ace Techers where a lot of his matches has been him getting beat the hell out of and then pulling out the John Cena act of the five moves to doom and then putting 
taking somebody away, but he went full 2017 Oromo taking risks. The big drop kick early on on the outside where he takes a flat back bump on the concrete. He's pulling out the D, the, the triangle choke submission and getting near submissions early on. Zanata coming back with the TKO, various big moves, various cutters at different points of this one. Oromo hits the big dynamite plunge. Oromo comes back with the with the with the lariat taking Zanata's head off, and then he hits the time bomb at one point, gets a near fall for that. Though I felt like the crowd did not fully believe Oromo could win this match until he actually hit time bomb too. And this is the fir first time I remember. I think maybe uh, Desperado did it, kicked out of it in the Best of Super Juniors tournament. But this is the first time I remember anyone kicking out of the time bomb to Oromu hitting it on Sonata and Sonata getting his shoulder up, able to kick out. Uh, he goes, Sonata hits the Shining Wizard at one point and then he goes for Deadfall, but Hiromu's able to reverse out of it. He goes for the Shining Wizard again and Hiromu blocks it and this powers up but uh, Sonata's able to reverse thing he puts on the skull and of course Sonata is not the brightest and he never wants to submit anybody with the skull in as he lets go when it looks like Hiromu's about to pass out of it so he could hit the moonsault and he gets a near fall and this was a beautiful moonsault it was like halfway across the ring that he hit this moonsault on Hiromu for a near fall after a series of uh, a couple of other reversals Sonata's able to hit the dead fall after the leg lariat for the one two three this match went 27 minutes and I thought that this was outstanding just an outstanding matchup going back and forth and the the fact of the matter when you have a championship matchup with the with the result feels so predictable it's about making the fans believe at least for one second that the guy that they don't think has any chance of winning can win and they did that with the time bomb too so i give this a whole bunch of credit i give it four and three quarter stars but nobody's really talking about this matchup talking about what happened at the end of this show and more of what happened after the match. Sonata's in the ring with just five guys. He thanks Hiromu for the great match, talking about their match from 11 years ago, thanking LIJ and thanking the fans. He's closing out the night. He's celebrating with, with just five guys when this video package. The video package we've been seeing for the last few months, previewing that something big is coming. We get the big production on the on the screen, and we see this figure, this figure coming out with just a star-like jacket, and then we see the smile, and then it says Yoda Suji on the video screen, and his music just plays as this man comes out, knocks Sonata on his ass. He lays out everyone from just five guys on his own. One one on five lays out everyone and then delivers a spear that would make Roman Reigns blush on Sonata before picking up the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship and putting his foot on the chest of the champion, raising it in the air. Yoda Suji is back in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and my lord, this Fuwoku crowd blew up. They reacted to him like Kenji Muda just came 
came out of retirement. They were like, oh, oh, this the, the awes and the big reaction. He felt like a star, got reacted to like a star, and was presented like a star. After putting the title down, he pumps his fist in the air, representing Los Ingenables de Japón. And then in the post-show presser, Hiromu was, was talking to the, to the media. He was down on the ground, and Yoda Suji came in and basically picks Hiromu up, carries him out, representing that he's helping out his former friend. Hiromu took him under his wing as a young lion, and now he's back, and he is part of Los Ingenables de Japón, apparently. And Yoda Suji has positioned himself as the next challenger for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. A lot to unwrap, a lot to talk about here. What did you think about the match? What did you think about the post-match with Suji's return? We'll start with Sanal. I mean, one thing, Tanahashi is going to be upset, isn't he? His former young line went a different way with him. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, this it was nothing what I expected. It was a lot slower pace. I expected two athletic guys to be like stormed across the ring, apart from like a few quite dangerous spots like Hiromu, sacrificing his back to do the low kick on Sonata in the back in the crowd it was quite slow but not in like a bad way in a this is the first time they are wrestling in 11 years as they've said this is the first time they've done it after being faction mates and it was almost like the first part was a feeling out process then they got into it more and what I loved is Sonata started off as the LIJ Sonata he was quite cool relaxed but as time went on, you saw him, the passion come out, the passion that we don't normally see from him. And I love that it was Hiromu slowly bringing that out. He realized, wait, I'm not in the match with my teammate anymore. This is someone who wants my title. I'm not doing it. And then yeah, obviously Suji, I've loved Suji since he was a young lion, watched him in the UK so many times, chatted to him, really nice guy. I'm glad he got this because I was worried that we were going to have another Master Wato return. If anyone remembers that when it was a pandemic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's done. This is how you bring back a young lion, like similar to Jay. The funny thing is nobody expected it because they played the VT earlier in the show as well. So everyone yeah. was like, when are we going to get this? And for it to happen at the end. Also, can I just say, Suji has really toned like he's built up but he's toned himself like it's more muscle now than like because even in the uk quite not like fat but he had like he was quite big in that way but he looks most like lean tall and i seem like that whole japanese british and mexican style that he's always loved and i'm so i mean he's not gonna win i doubt he's gonna win the title unless they really want to shock us the Suji shock. I'm calling it now, Sanal. I'm calling it now, J-News. Everyone in the chat. Suji is our new that. champion at Dominion. I'm calling it now. They are they are giving him the rocket. They're strapping it to him. They're putting all the fuel, and he's going straight to the top. I mean, if they couldn't give Jay White the win at Wrestle Kingdom in his first thing, I'd, I feel like it would do more harm to Suji to get him rocket strapped so early. And I feel like with, I also feel like I saw this as well. With LIJ losing Sonata, we are struggling with a firm tag team in LIJ. Yes, Shingo and Naito, but Naito isn't a tag team wrestler. 
he has not been a tag team wrestler since No Limit. So Shingo and Yusuji in a team, that is something I need to see. I would be. That would be very interesting. It's just two brutes just beating the hell out of people. That would be interesting. But I'm telling you, the Suji push is here. It's but here you, and it's you real. Said that it was going to be Sonata versus Naito. I thought it would be. Harder, so I'm not going to trust you now. That's hey, hey. All I will say is that someone from Los Ganopolis Terrapone is beating Sonata at Dominion. J News, what did you think about this match? I don't know if I gave my rating. I gave it four and three quarter stars. One of my highest ratings for any New Japan match that I've seen this year. Just a great match. Hiromu pulling out all the old stuff. Kind of like uh, Vala B said in the chat here. He says, maybe it's better to say it's been so uh, long enough since his injury that he feels safe again because he was putting out all the risks in this one. This wasn't the typical Hiromu sell for 20 minutes and then make his comeback at the end. This was more of a, like like uh, Sanal said, it built up and it escalated along the, the time going 27 minutes here. But what do you think about the match and Suji's return? Uh, as per the match, I thought that the match was fantastic. Um, at the beginning of it all, and I don't know if it's just me, but Looking at Sonata's bare face nowadays and his bone structure and things of that nature, whatever the case, he re- like not for nothing. He reminds me so much, like facially, he reminds me so much of Antonio Inoki. He's not even funny. So it's like from a New Japan standpoint, it's like, oh wait a minute, is this is this why? And I was like, all right, forget that. So we get to the, we get to the match, and I said to myself, much like Sonal, it started out so slow. I was like, are we doing rest holds? What the? This is not 1977. What are we doing here? And then it just started to build. It felt like, and and some people might might not like my take here. It felt like one of those classic Kenny Omega Okada matches where everything would just build to this peak, and then we'd stay at that peak for the rest of the damn match. And that's exactly what happened. It was a good crescendo to everything. They started off slow. It was a feel out process, much like Sonal said. And then when I think it was. When Hiromu hit his first lariat and he didn't knock Sonata down, Sonata was like, "Okay, I'm not in the same match with this guy anymore," or whatever the case is. He's really trying to—he's really trying to hurt me here. And then they started to go at it, uh, much to what you were saying, SP3. That that rounding press, aka the moon salt, when he hit that from like three quarters of the ring over, I was like, "Man, Sonata just makes things look so pretty at the damn time," uh, and he's so fluid in there. He's people forget how great of an athlete he is sometimes, um, and, and and it's just one of those things where I said to myself, "This has been his best singles match in quite some time," and I did not doubt that Hiromu Takahashi was going to be able to get this kind of a match out of him. Uh, so that was definitely a plus four point. Four and three quarter stars is definitely a a a a, a a good a good rating. If we had just the decimals, it'd be four point nine stars. It wasn't necessarily perfect for me, but it was just there because it's Sonata and it's Sonata at the with the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship and Hiromu Takahashi proved to the world that he can be in this light and be this good. So he's not far off, man. He's not far off. So he can be in the main event. He could definitely be in the main event. Now on to the post-match stuff. Because, folks, I said it. Y'all scoffed at me. And I said, man, it could be Yoda Suji being this this dragon stuff, man. It's not Daniel Bryan. It ain't this person. I said said Yoda Suji. People laughed at me. (laughs) Laugh at me now. Laugh at me now. (laughs) Vala B's with me. 
Laugh at me now. Yoda Suji came in. Brother, listen, man. It's like Sanal said, to make this kid look like a star. Just walking out of the entranceway. Forget what he did in the ring. Walking out of the entranceway, he looked like a million bucks. And he had a black shirt and some black jeans and some boots on him. You know what I'm saying? But with the that 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 uh that robe he had on was fire, man. I'll say that. That robe superstar robe, <laughs> star power robe. And the thing it was, is, so, it was so different from what he was he's been wearing in Britain. So in the yeah. UK, if anyone watched Royal Quest, they'd have seen it. He was almost coming out with quite a traditional Japanese robe, similar like in that way. But this feels a lot more clean cut, a lot more like sharp and just everything he's doing rather than trying to so like remember when okan came back and, and like he had the gimmick and in the uk he had this gimmick and similarly suji had one but i feel now that suji's come back he is now no longer basing on a gimmick mm-hmm. he is going yeah. to be that powerful wrestler which yeah. is great and yeah the simplicity of his outfit was yeah. perfect I, I, I would say I venture to say and 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 yeah me and SP3 we're not on the same we're not on the same boat me and Sanal gonna keep riding this goddamn train until he gets his one year with that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship Sonata will continue to be the champion Yo Suji young brother I love you man you 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 one of my favorite young lions of all time you know what I'm saying that class of young lions they 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 have they have, they, they got a piece of my heart man you you're more Yoda Suji, Gabriel Kidd. I, 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 I'll add. I'll, I, I'll even add Ren Narita to that. At the end of the day, they got my heart, man. You know what I'm saying? So I want these guys to succeed. But Yoda Suji ain't beating Sonata at Dominion. That that's just not happening. That's nope. not happening, man. It's, it's just not going down that way. They will continue be. on the Just Five Guys route. Yes, they need to continue <laughs> on the Just Five Guys route. And 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 I'll say this, right? As long as Yoda Suji has a strong showing versus Sonata, he will stay in the main event scene. That is my prediction for young Yoda Suji. There you go. He'll stay in the main event scene. Um, I want to see match. I want to see New Japan matches between him and Shooter. I really, really want to see that. On Narita, um, I feel like I'd want one, yeah. even though they're different, like yeah. the size and everything. I just feel like it'll be a nice circle. Yeah, hey, yeah, exactly. All man. I will say what, what, is what, that what? the last two times what? someone came back from excursion what? and went Ooh. for a top prize what? was <laughs> Hiromu, Hiromu in 2017 going directly to Kushida and then beat him for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. And some young guy, that you, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. His name was... Uh, Kazuko Okada, he came back and immediately thrusted into the IWGP heavyweight championship scene and beat Tadahashi. So do you think Wado sees Suji on a similar level to Okada? Because I don't feel that could ever... I feel like no, Okada is I, once in a lifetime. He is... Yeah, you don't really. bring someone <laughs> back like this unless you view him and you put him in a top position? This Wato could have had something like this planned, but the pandemic happened. He could have had this huge buildup, and it was only because of the pandemic that we had the very slow road to the Grandmaster. Hey. 
Hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm not saying that this was not uh, out the realm of possibility here. He says, "You see a fresh new star on the rise. I see someone new for Okada to o- overcome." I, I wouldn't be surprised if Suji is the one. Not Sonata. Not Sonata. Not Sonata. Sonata's not gonna overcome him. <laughs> Suji is beating Sonata, Man. and then I can see later this year Okada being the one to dethrone Suji before we get to Wrestle Kingdom. Man, I'll tell I'll tell you this right now, son. I'll tell you this right now. There are certain there's there there are certain wrestlers in New Japan that guys need to go through before they get to the to, before they get to Okada in an IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. Who is my favorite IWGP World Heavyweight Champion of all time in its current iteration? Shingo Takagi. If I see a match versus Suji and Takagi. And Suji can overcome Shingo. Give him the title. But not he's in Sonata. an IJ, that's not going to happen anytime. Exactly. exactly. But and, and, but that's what at this point, at this point, Ishi. Listen, man. Ishi, come on. Not at this point in Ishi's career. But um, no. Nah, you don't want to see. You don't want to see Suji murder Ishi. Absolutely. So they not. did that at Royal Quest um, when. Um, Ishii and Suji were standing off in the ring, so I think they had a match maybe on night two. I think so. I think you might maybe. be right. I, I was there right. and I can't remember. I feel like that was a stat card, but yeah, all I remember is I think night one, <laughs> Ishii and Suji, I've got a picture of it, stood in the ring facing each other, and that was a moment. We got King of the North saying it's Sonata's best singles match of his career, in my mm-hmm. opinion, from an in-ring current character and backstory sure. standpoint. Yeah. yeah, I would, I would definitely. Mm-hmm. I think this was better than even the Okada match at Sakura Genesis, which I, I enjoyed as, as hell. Uh, we got Simeon saying you wouldn't sacrifice your first Dominion uh, without Okada in the main event if you were not gonna strap. Suji up exactly. You do not put him in this position at your second biggest show of the year, Dominion, unless you are trying to crown this man. But I don't know if Suji has got so we know he looked great, he wrestles great. We've seen it. Does he have the personality? We had this with Shota, they put they thrust him into a big picture title picture, but realized he didn't have his own identity yet. I feel like Okada is like very special he had this but does suji have what it takes to be at the top if if he was wrestling for like the us title or one of those i'd have said yes but putting it on someone like suji for the heavyweight is very risky hey you make new stars that's the goal of 2023 it seems like for gato and he made his stars sonata's now going to be a star a perennial main eventer all fine and dandy it's time to make a future star that's going to be here for the next five to ten years. Sonata, we don't know. He's 30, what, 36, 37? He's only got maybe five to six to seven more years at this prime level. Suji can be here for the next ten years. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing because of what you said, SP3. I'm laughing at Romeo's comment here at the bottom because it's complete and utter garbage, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That's, that's trolling 101 right there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, 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 oh. Anyways, so I'll say this. At the end of the day, um, I understand the rationale between wanting to put the rocket pack on Suji. I get that. 
I get it. I'm a fan of Yoda Suji. We know this. We all know this. Um, but Suji does not supersede one Seiya Sonata. He just doesn't. Not right now, at this point I'm in his sorry. career. Who looks more like a star right now? Suji looks like a star. Than you, not, you know what? If if Sonata had the beard and stuff, I'd have said, no, he's got a freshly clean face, new ring gear, a new faction, you know? This is Sonada's star moment. He look if any moment he has looked like a star the most right now. Yes, exactly. This is true. Exactly. But exactly. in 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 a matter of five minutes, Suji looked like a bigger star, and he got reacted. You don't get that react. You're not going to be able to retain that reaction if he just has his first big match and he loses to Sonada. You got to strike while the iron is hot and crown no, this man. Because Shooter's not in a bad spot. Shooter's not Problem in a bad spot. Shooter's being spotlighted at the end of the day. I feel like, you know, I think Simeon might have said it. Uh, no, King of the North said it. For me to embrace the Suji Takagi tag team, or whatever the case is. I don't look, I, I I don't I don't think it's it's viable, but at the end of the day, they do need tag teams for World Tag League. They need something for Naito to do at the end of the day. And it still it still puts it still puts Suji in a prominent spotlight because he's right next to Knight. He's he's next to, to Shingo at the end of the day. So you know, I think I think that that that'll work in in that regard. And as as you stated before, SP three, Naito is not a freaking uh, tag team wrestler, so it it takes Naito out of that particular picture. So you know, it, it just it just for me, Sonata, the the, the defenses take him to Wrestle Kingdom next year in January. And then we'll get her done. I then we'll get her done. That. I agree with that. We'll get her bugging. We're not here for Sonata to hold this title <laughs> until Rasmus. Stop game. being so negative around. So it's like every moment you're like, Sonata's not going to retain. Let let Sonata enjoy the, I mean, Janus has a year reign. Let him enjoy the two-year reign that I want him to have. Well, I'm going to invite Sanal back on with us for the Dominion review so I can have my moment in the sun with Suji. You know, you know, me, you, me and Jay News you, are going to be laughing in your face. We're going to be you, like, we told you, know, you, you know, You know what happens? You know what happens here? And I knew because SP3 is absolutely, he was absolutely right two reviews ago. Naito has to be Sonata. But you know what happens? Naito wins the G1. Sonata keeps that belt until oh, Wrestle God. Kingdom. And that's when Naito wins the goddamn gold. He gets that's his sir. Wrestle Kingdom moment he, as well. And then he gets his Wrestle Kingdom moment. That is what happens, sir. That is where we're going with all this. Sonata will keep that gold until Wrestle Kingdom. He will then lose to Naito. I am okay with that. And Yoda Suji, somewhere down the line, maybe two, three years, he gets his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship shot. And he will eventually become champion because, goddamn, a man like that walking in the way that he did does, deserves just the, just just the presence, the mere presence deserves IWGP gold. At the end of the day, so he'll work his way there. He's just coming back, but Naito needs his time in the sun and to beat Sonata, and for him to be the LIJ member, the the, the, the ingovernable one to be the LIJ member to beat Sonata for the belt makes the most sense. There it is. There it is. We'll see. We shall see, but sound off in the live chat. Last call for super chat donations. Tell us your match of the night, MVP, LVP, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle for the show. And out of 10, what did you give wrestling Duntaku for all of us on screen? Let's put our thumbs in the middle for NJPW wrestling Duntaku 2023 in three, two, one thumbs up across the board out of 10. What did you give the show? Sanal? 
it was good, but wasn't, I don't think, as good as some of the other shows. I think, was it Sakura Genesis that I gave, like, a really top score to? Yeah. 8.59, maybe? I think there was some really good, like, because obviously we had some some bad matches. And Kenta, so it could never be as good as it. But there was also some really good stuff, so... As well as some of the top four matches being great, we've got some amazing stuff going forward. So yeah, solid like 8.75. I'm going to go with 8 out of 10. I don't think it was on the level of Sakura Genesis or Battle in the Valley or even um, Wrestle Kingdom, but this was just a really good show that had great matches as well as some great angles, especially Yoda Suji, Strap the Rocket. Uh, Jay News, out of 10, what did you give the show? I gave this show a solid 7 out of 10. Uh, reason being, it was just too many filler tag matches. We all know how we feel, how I feel about those specifically. Um, so that's that. I think that the, the, the title matches outside of the oh, that whatever, the never open weight strong, whatever you call that championship, the Kenta match. Uh, they were all strong matches at the end of the day. Um, so that's that. Um, yeah, 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 that's my that's my score of the overall show. And what was your match of the night, J News? Oh, match of the night. Uh, the main event, sir. The main event was the match of the night for me. Uh, Sonata versus Hiromu uh, did the damn thing, and they, uh, you know, I think it. I think it put Hiromu in a different light. I, th- that's just that's just me. Like he's been wanting that main event spotlight. He got it, and to me, he delivered. So, and also Sonata delivered at this point, but it, I think for me, it was more of a stronger showing for Hiromu for what he's been wanting to do the last couple of years. And I think this is a step in the right direction for him. So that's, that's the match of the night for me. I agree with you. I gave it the highest ratings. I got to give it match of the night, Hiromu and Sonata. This was arguably right up there with uh, Hiromu versus Leo for best Hiromu match of 2023 so far. Sonal? When we were different here, it's just a combination of everything from the pro- the pre-match to the after the match, Zach versus Jekyll. I just think from Shane Hayes little promo to everything that went on in the ring and afterwards, I feel like Zach for many people will be the MVP, I guess, of New Japan. He has done amazing things with this belt that no one had high hopes for. And I love that New Japan waited until you had two amazing to give us a time limit and that it didn't make any of the guys look bad because it was the fact that he won but even zach was like i'm not happy with this because he wanted to beat him and it's given us yet another match between them which is going to be even more different so to that one that's very true i yeah there there was like three legitimate match of the night contenders with the main event the tv title match and the never never open weight championship match uh my mvp I'm going to give it, because I know neither one of y'all are going to give it to him, to David Finley for the dominating performance and becoming the never open weight champion co-MVP with, of course, Yoda Suji and the return of Yoda Suji standing tall, setting up for the Suji shot coming up at Dominion. Sanal, your MVP for the show. Uh, Honorary MVP is Shane Haste, because just for that (laughs) promo alone. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to say Suji, but I'm going to say, and this is going to be the Okada, just because I loved seeing this new side to him. And it was just simple, like, like when he like stuck his middle finger up, I just feel like it's some 
And yeah, so I'm going to say Okada. I could have picked anyone. Like, I could have picked Zach, Jeff Cobb, yeah. Hiromu Sonata. But I feel like Okada, we're building on something now that doesn't involve him in the main title picture. Absolutely. J News, MVP. Regardless of the fact of how I feel about future booking for New Japan Pro Wrestling for the next year, I am a man of humble traits, and I understand that the MVP of tonight is the man who was standing tall with his foot on the champion. It is Yoda Suji. Yoda Suji is the MVP of this night because you don't just debut a man, you make him a star when he walks out. And that is exactly what New Japan Pro Wrestling did here. Yoda Suji is my MVP. Uh, a close second is Hiromu Takahashi for me. That is fair. And LVP, I got to give it to Kenta for that lackluster strong open weight championship run j news uh, i give it to the match that that strong open weight match is the lvp that did the match yeah it, it takes two to tango brother uh Hikuleo didn't make it any better <laughs> so, so i give it to the match that's fair sanal kenta i just i i get what j news is saying when it takes two to tango but kenta is the veteran here kenta should have been there too help show Kikaleo in a good way, similarly to what Jay White did, but he didn't. This is all fair and stuff. A couple of comments I wanted to highlight here. Uh, King of the North saying, I just think New Japan has a chance here to put their dojo system over. Naito is older. Sonata is the AJPW product. Uh, Okada doing his thing. Tanahashi not getting younger. Gotta show the dojo system can produce top-level guys, and you can do that by crowning Suji here. I, agree. I, don't, I don't disagree with the take. I'm just saying it doesn't happen now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if, it was, if this was Okada, would you agree? If Okada was the champion and Suji did this? Would no, you not even still, man. Okay. Like, I, I think it would be too soon, to be quite honest. Um, it's, it, and, and, and the, 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 the guys in, in the comment, guys and girls in the comment, they, they, they mentioned it. They, they, they said Mount Suji, right? At the end of the day, they, 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 they already crowned them a nickname, right? For, for, for me, even Okada is a bigger mountain. Right. So if, even if Okada was a champion, like to put the rocket pack on Suji like that, they have to have like a real mm -hmm. steadfast dogged belief in Yoda Suji if he were to take the, the, the belt off of uh, off of uh, Okada. But in this case, because they just they basically just leveled up Sonata. It's like, does it like did, did the build would have would the build make much sense just to take the belt off of him? after two defenses in that in that regard right so that's that's really more my take of it or whatever fandom and everything aside right because it's like the, the new japan always does the long-term story this long-term storyline booking which is why like when, when i was going through everything i was like oh it just makes more sense for naito to win in wrestle kingdom at this point if, to give him the, the one last ride right because suji has time that's really more or less why, why i thought about it that way um but you know you never know if the if the suji if the suji shock happens Am I going to be pissed off? Of course I'm going to be pissed off because they took the belt off of Sonata. It's Sonata. It took off Sonata. <laughs> I, love, I love he set it up like he wasn't going to be pissed off. He's like, of course I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> of course I'm going to be pissed off. But I'm going to love the fact that my main man, my homeboy, Yoda Suji, is a champion. But, you know, because because two things can be true at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So at, at, at this point, man, you know, that that's really how I have to drive it home. Uh, in, in in that regard, but yeah, man, Sonal's right about about the LVP thing and and Kenta being the 
the, the veteran in this shot or whatever. But I gave it to the match because it's like sometimes if the veterans go in one way, like, you know, the younger guy might have to go another way, you know, to make the match more interesting. And Hikuleo didn't do shit. He was just following the lead. <laughs> so it's like, I just Fair get the lead to the, to, to, to the match there. <laughs> Sundal, thank you so much for joining us as usual. I'm going to stop calling you a special guest on the show. You're just a regular part of our reviews of these major New Japan show now. Please let the people know, though, where they can follow you on social media, your awesome YouTube channel where you got plenty of great content, your own review of Duntaku just hours after it went down, and, of course, your role over on Ace Techers on Wrestling. Let the people know. Yeah, so you can see me, uh, Sonal's Life, on YouTube and at wrestling underscore chat on Twitter. Yeah, I've just posted my Don Takaru review. It's one of the pecs of working from home. I managed to get that review out quickly. A few days, I will have my Best of Super Junior preview out. And yeah, there's New Japan has got so much stuff coming up, so I will be there doing it. And I've said this on other things, with Jay White now in AEW, I'm now thinking that there will probably be a bit more of that as well. But yeah, you can find me on Ace Techers with every two weeks we talk all about New Japan. So yeah, make sure you follow me on Twitter and subscribe on YouTube. And yeah, because as SP3 said, I, I'm a massive New Japan fan. It is, it is like my life, as you can see by so yeah, come and join me and listen to my fangirling that happens on basically a regular basis. <laughs> and we appreciate you for that. Uh, Jay News, let the people know where they can follow you on social media, good sir. Folks can always find me on the Instagram, underscore J-O-N-J-Y, as I like to interact with most folks. A little BTS for folks here. I find out as much as 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 soon as you find out. When I'm doing these podcasts, I saw the thumbnails last night, and I said to myself, wait a minute, I'm doing a podcast on Monday? I didn't know that. What the hell's going on? <laughs> We're doing, we're doing the best. Of hey, I asked you last Monday. I actually did, this and, I to, and I totally forgot. And then I saw the, then I saw the thumbnail. Uh, I saw the thumbnail on my YouTube feed. And I was like, wait, I'm doing the pot on Monday. Damn, yeah, it's Toby. So, 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 so it's chaos, man. It's just like raw. It's being rewritten every minute on the minute. Um, so ripping up the script. It's ripping up the script. <laughs> so, uh, we're, so yeah, we're doing the best of Super Junior uh, preview on Monday. Uh, so folks, tune into that. You can always catch me right here on the True Heel Heat uh, Wrestling Channel as well. Um, so that's that. Go catch me on the Patreon for some for some special uh, New Japan stuff as well. Um, and uh, yeah, True Heel Heat Sports. Can't forget to always give the nod to those guys. Uh, always uh, catch me for the baseball side of things on there as well. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 uh, that's that uh, for me there. <laughs> Follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. Follow the gang, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True Hill Heat. Patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. You can see all of our great exclusive content over there for just $3 a month. And check out all the great content that we had from this past week, like our WWE Backlash 2023 preview with myself, Justin Rich, and Romeo. You'll see Romeo and the gang tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern time for our WWE backlash watch party watch along right here on the true hill heat youtube channel also tomorrow at 11:05 a.m eastern time true hill heat 224 with myself miss chrissy love and special guest dedrin cologne gotta get that puerto rican representative before backlash in san juan puerto rico and check out me and jimmy macaram yesterday with ae ramble episode 92 where jimmy was on one and had double digit disclaimers so <laughs> Check it out, reviewing AEW Dynamite this week. 
for Sanal, for J News, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been our NJPW Wrestling Duntaku 2023 Roundtable Review. We are signing off until next time.